G'day guys, welcome back to the Hello JW podcast, again back with another fresh guest episode. Uh, I was just saying to this man before before I hit record that uh, I came across him three to four months ago and I've just been, I'm going to think of the word, I think it's like infatuated where I'm just sort of, it, it's the curiosity and amazement of, of what he's doing and I mean, I'm only seeing him through social media and that's what's sort of blowing my mind, having him sitting He's not sitting in front of me. He's on my computer screen. But uh, yeah, Jacob O'Neill, welcome to the podcast, brother. Right on, bro. Good to be here. Good to be jamming. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Mm. Uh, and yeah, I suppose like following on from that is I seen I seen him pop up on socials. I can't even remember how I started what I seen, but um, yeah, I started following him and I seen that he was running this event called The Gathering of Men and that only happened, shit, is that only like... A week and a half ago, maybe two yeah. weeks ago, ten days ago, man. Yeah, yeah. Like I seen you running that, and for those that are listening that might not know what that is, I'm gonna let Jacob explain. Uh, I'm gonna let Jacob explain what it was and what it is. Uh, but before we do that, I would love to get a little, I suppose, you know, a little bio of of who you are and and what you do. So I'm gonna throw the mic over to you for that. Easy, bro. Thanks for having me. And it's, yeah, like you said, it's cool to, I love, I love technology and it's the bane of my existence, but it's so beautiful that we can connect in this way. Yeah. Um, I know. Yeah. Back in the days of writing letters, I don't think it would have the same kind of energy. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, super grateful, man. But essentially what I do is I teach men how to embody leadership and I teach them how to do that in three different areas. I teach them how to lead themselves. I teach them how to lead a lover or lead relationships. So a lover, a family, a community. And then I teach them how to lead a legacy. And the legacy really is something that exists beyond their lifetime. So I've been exposed to personal development for maybe the last seven years. Um, Predominantly, initially, it was all very spiritual. But as I started to uh, see the trends and the cycles of people looking for the next three-month hit, the next uh, finish line after a after a weekend immersion, I saw this concept of men getting stuck in this finish line approach to, to personal development. And I was like, how can I actually show men that leadership is a lifestyle, that this is a choice that you must make every single day and there's never going to be a finish line. The only thing that's going to actually be the end is death. And even then, I'm not too sure if that's the true true ending, yeah, man. So, debatable. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. 100%. So yeah, bro. I'm, I'm, I I I label myself as a men's coach, and I predominantly focus on embodied leadership. Fuck yeah! Oh man, I sort of I get like tingles hearing that because mm. it's it's like I mean for for men's coaches in this industry, we all know that we're here to to leave that legacy. Like we're all we all know that we're here to leave our mark that will go beyond our physical life right mm. or leave something that's going to continue on even when we do you know pass the the threshold that that we call death so mm. i fucking oh man i'm so stoked to have you here honestly i feel like i've got a celebrity on that's what it feels like for me, right? <laughs> oh bro I'm, uh, I'm just another i'm just another guy with a beard and a bald head bro i'm another i'm another guy that's watched too much vikings and loves 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 hanging out in nature with bros like that's fuck yeah that's it man i'm very i'm very human and uh yeah, the, the, the key thing that I think brings us us men together in this 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 desire for, I guess, legacy or this desire for change is this concept of culture that has been lost, especially as a, like I'm a middle, 
not middle age. Well, I'm 32, but I'm I'm an average white dude, man. Grew up in an average lifestyle. Like I didn't, I wanted I, I wanted for things, but I never went without. So mm. I, I I was always thirsting for for adventure. I was always thirsting for for challenge, and I wanted to find that in a healthy way, which didn't exactly present itself initially. And I wasn't really taught culture in a contextual way. I did. Now that I sift through my past, I can see that it was presented to me and there's lessons that I learned, but mm. I don't think I was ever really given the, the space to understand what, what it meant to step into manhood, what it meant to have responsibility and what it meant to actually want to create a better world. Mm. Yeah, I hear that for sure. Yeah, there's I got like three questions ready to just like shoot at you right now because mm-hmm. the culture thing is something that really lands for me in terms of how we're how we as as men as a collective how we're moving forward now versus say ten years ago or even even as recent as like three years ago like the culture and i don't know if this is is a as a worldwide thing or across across australia thing but and i'm sure you you'd have you'd have some some stuff to talk about on this as well where it's if i don't think it's just in my world that i'm seeing men shift the culture now with the men i work with with men around me and that kind of thing or whether it is as a collective and you know as a as a population of men we are changing the culture like what what do you believe is happening there yeah, I feel that we're going through a collective shift. And mm. I think we're starting to see that we're a lot more the same than we are different. And that's that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. If we can come together and see that we're all come from the same earth, then it creates connection. And then once we have connection, we can then support each other. That is the biggest thing that I've seen is men not being able to receive support. I'm one of those men. I love, I've, I, one of my, my ongoing practices is to relinquish control, relinquish control and, and let go of the need to, like I hold a pretty wide, wide aware, awareness field. Like I've, I don't go into things too deeply at times, but I hold a very wide awareness. So I have, yeah, I know what it's like to want a lone wolf, but I know what it's like to want to have mm. everything organized and look after everyone and um, take care of the village. And I think that's such a noble pursuit and I think the current structure of the world where we focus predominantly on nuclear family, where it's the mom, the dad, and the kids, and anything outside of that isn't a priority, has left us feeling more alone than ever. Mm. And men are starting to realize that that's not how we're meant to fucking live. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Mm. And you said something else around, I can't remember the exact wording you used, but what come to mind instantly for me was rites of passage you know we you know from from boyhood to manhood that transition like when like for for the men that you that you coach and you teach what would you say to them for them to know that they've made that transition like what are the key things we need as men to know that we've transitioned from boyhood to manhood the 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 key thing here is what you're responsible for so the key, the key concept of manhood is responsibility. And a boy sees responsibility as a burden. I don't want to be responsible for anything because my freedom comes through adventure, comes through 
uh, not having to worry or think about anything beyond my own needs. It's mm. awesome being a boy. I know for me as a teenager, I didn't have to think about anyone. That's <laughs> yeah. why I never got a girlfriend when I was a teenager. I didn't, I didn't want that, that burden. I, you know, I wanted to have sex, but I could just pull my dick, bro, and watch porn. So that's yeah. a much easier option than dealing with the responsibility of a woman. Mm. And the system is set up for boys, for boys yeah. to, <laughs> and so. The, the, the key thing now, rite of passage is, is, is a, it is an experience, but it's, it's, it's a concept as well. So quite a lot of men have had rites of passages. They just haven't completed them. Mm. So a man who's been through a challenging situation and he's stepped up and he's overcome it, but he hasn't actually come home and been celebrated or he hasn't had the time to reflect on what he's been through, will be gotcha. stuck in this never-ending loop of going through rites of passage going through challenging situations but never actually completing them or closing the loop because he isn't doing the final bit which is the hardest part for men which is to sit back and say i fucking did it mm. i did a good i i I'm, i i completed that and we get to celebrate and he mm. gets to be honored for his his challenge so that piece is uh is is, is the key piece that i see missing in 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 the the structure is is celebration and that's the thing that a lot of men will look for the next challenge so they can elevate, get another achievement, another notch on their belt, another success, success. And we see this linear, linear design of more challenge, more challenge, more challenge, the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. But what we actually want to do is bring it back into the, I, I, I'm obsessed with the circle, bro. The circle, like just the concept of cir like circles, I think it's the most ancient, most powerful technology. And I could, I could talk about circles for the rest of my life and be content. <laughs> But yeah. what we're wanting to do is understand that men have cycles and we're not we don't bleed every month we don't have that that physical um uh response from our bodily that bodily uh knowing but we do have a this initiation cycle this rite of passage cycle that we we hear the call we when when, when we become aware of it we answer it we step into the arena we face the challenge we overcome it we, or, or we fail and we come out the other side and we, we acknowledge the completion of the experience. And then we come back and we sit in reflection. What am, what, what am I taking away from this? How am I bringing it back to the community? What do I need to do to be able to face that on a deeper level next time if I didn't reach my, my intended point? And, and then we come back and we sit and we wait for the next call. We don't go seeking another challenge just to get mm. to the next, the next level. So, this is where time is actually a really beautiful construct. And for me, yeah, I think if you try to thrust responsibility onto a boy, he's going to reject it. If he doesn't understand the concept, if he doesn't, if he hasn't been applied context and we haven't given him the, the understanding of why it's important and what mm. it means for him moving forward. Yeah. I like the metaphor. I fucking thank you so much for expressing that too. That's like, yeah, you're, you're talking my language, that's for sure. And I'm sure a lot of the, most of the audience that listens to this podcast are men. And I know that they're going to take a lot out of that. They're either going to sit there and be like, ah, oh, this motherfucker or holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's yeah. like the full, it's like full hero's journey, right? Like you have to complete the hero's journey and then, hmm. yeah, to then start the next one. And yeah. I always like to use the metaphor of uh, in the gym if you if you just like have a break from the gym like you have a break from responsibility so to speak and then you step back into the gym after six months of no responsibility and you load the bar up with weight and you try and lift it off the ground like good luck 
you know it's like good luck kind of thing like you're gonna and you know metaphorically you're gonna get injured if you try and thrust responsibility onto yourself there's shit's gonna go wrong yeah shit's gonna go wrong like build yourself up with responsibility kind of thing well you don't like this is the piece it's all well and good to want that it's all well and good to want the the that that level of leadership but if you haven't trained your nervous system to hold that capacity then you you rather let me let me let me be really clear on this because it's really important that men understand this you may be able to hold that responsibility momentarily true however if you're wanting to sustain it then it's something that you're going to have to train your nervous system to hold ongoing so this is a big part. I have this really cool, um, I'll have to link you to it, Rose. I call it the finding your edge model. And it's really about how you can expand your comfort zone mm. rather than because the comfort zone really to me is like my capacity to hold things without my nervous system becoming triggered. Yeah. It's the level of comfort. And I'm constantly finding the edges of that comfort zone. Don't worry. <laughs> in all areas of my life. Oh, yeah. However, that's the piece that a lot of people don't understand. If they're constantly trying to expand, 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 they never temper or integrate Mm. so i can't remember where we started with this but i just want to realize that like there's there's leading there's leading from the edge but then there's also integrating and embodying something to a point where you become an energetic stand for that and you don't even need to say words you don't even need to express anything and you can just be like oh yeah this motherfucker knows Mm. this motherfucker's got capacity and this is where uh like david data speaks about this um john weinland speaks about this is where you can step into a room and take a breath and everyone all of a sudden feels the energy shift and like, Oh, someone's there's there's a presence in this room that is, that is, that is entered that takes up space. There's a power present. Mm. And this is for me like true warrior. This is like the real warrior training. And I believe the, the, the fiercest warrior, like wears no armor, the fiercest warrior never has to draw his sword because with his breath, people are aware of his, his capacity. Yeah. And that to, that to me is what all of us men are looking for. We're looking for that power from within to be able to, to presence ourselves and for people to feel us. And essentially the, 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 the thing that I believe most men are looking for in this rite of passage, this stepping into manhood, into responsibility is the key thing is to receive love through respect. Mm, yeah, I feel I, that for I sure. I guarantee you, man, I can, I, I'm going to go out on a limb here. But 95% of men, 98% of men would love to hear, I respect you and what you do more than I love you. I love you is an awesome, awesome statement. And I say it to everyone. However, I know the power of, I respect you and what you do. Mm, yeah, and this I, is- I agree, actually. I, I will agree with that. And because I feel that that, even looking at it from it from looking at it from this way, we we hear I love you. Well, I hope you hear I love you a lot, right? And it's you know between whether it's you and a partner, you and your mates, your family, you and your kids, all of that kind of thing. However, yeah, when you said that, when you're like I respect you and I respect what you do, I was like, oh, mm. hmm, yeah, that's that hits different. That hits different to, to I love you because I respect you and I respect what you do. That's, that's for me, for me personally, that's like, oh, you, you've noticed, you know, you, you've, you're noticing what I'm doing. Yeah. You're noticing what I'm doing. And 
yeah, I'm like, whew. I mean, yeah. like that's and that's essentially like why we've all got you know why so many men have daddy issues and why they're all trying to achieve, 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 achieve more and more and more because they want to be recognised. Yeah, they want to be recognised for the responsibility that they've undertook and the, the 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 outcomes that they've created for themselves and those that they care for. And this is the piece. Like I um I wrote a card for my dad. Like one of the things that I'm really good at is 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 I'm an incredible communicator, and I can communicate how I'm feeling very well i've got an incredibly open heart which is sometimes to my detriment because i love to just speak and i can't stop myself yeah. however i wrote i wrote a simple statement of like i appreciate you and all that you've done for me like i appreciate you like how good is it to appreciate someone like i don't know how many men show up day in day out and a lot of us a lot of this men's work shit man a lot of this personal development is like are you in a nine to five and you're doing you're just fucking wasting your life away i was like Motherfucker, this man has a vision and a, a level of responsibility that he's not being appreciated for. That if someone just said, hey, bro, I appreciate that you're paying the bills. I appreciate that there's food on the table. And this is the piece that really fucks with me, bro, and why I'm so passionate about men's work slowing the fuck down. Is like these men are already on purpose. They're just not being appreciated for it. And there's no one applying context to what their actual journey is and where they're up to. Mate. Fucking hell. Yes. I cannot tell you how many times I've had men like come to me, like men work with me and they're like, oh yeah, I think I, I want to start a business and I think that's that should be what I do. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. If you think that's what you should be doing versus what you truly want to be doing. Like if, if you're a fucking builder and you start work at 7.30 in the morning, you finish at 4.30, you're doing that five days a week and you're fucking good at it and you love what you do, why change it? Like why, why change it, right? Like that, if that is what you're here to do, if that is what you've been placed on this fucking planet to do, you said it like show appreciation for the men that are doing that because mm. some men are fucking here to do that. Mm. Some men are here to do that. Some men like you and me, we're here to guide men to, to realizing that. Yeah. Other men are out here to be fucking lawyers and accountants and, and shit like that. Like if that's their purpose on this planet, like mm. I love what you said about, let's just appreciate that. Let's appreciate that there's, there's men out there that are already living, already living their purpose out. Maybe mm. they just don't know it yet. At any point, bro, we, at any point, like you've nailed that because at any point we try to tell them that they need to be somewhere that they're not. There's this lack of acceptance of what is, what is true right now. Mm. So that moment, like for me, what I realize, and I speak to men on this all the time, guys that are like, oh, do I want to be a coach? I'm like, bro, let's drop the, like whether you, you know, coach is just another job. Like mate, coach, mm. don't, don't, don't for one second think that you're going to get out of the, the nine to five. You're going to show up, but you, there's going to be hours put in. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's going to, it's going to, yeah, you're not, you're not getting out of work. Work is a part of life. Mm. What I really want to help you understand is that you're a leader. You're here to become a leader. And regardless of what you do for your career, you can embody your values, create a foundation of values that your yourself, your relationships and your legacy can sit upon. And we've got to make sure that that foundation is solid and that you can embody those when you're communing with yourself, when you're with your lover and when you're with your your legacy, your career, your work. And that's what I really support men on seeing is like this, this idea of like, escaping the the system it's like no let's actually cultivate a healthy foundation and then build out where you know we can support in each area and 
almost temper each of these areas. It's like, okay, you are, maybe you, you love your job, but you want to actually learn how to communicate better boundaries with your boss. Or maybe your partner wants you to wants you to work from home and you're like, that's not happening. So you have a conversation with her and you work out, okay, I'm going to take off every second Friday and I'm going to spend it with you and the children and have this and like actually learn to communicate and restructure your life according to your values and what's important. So you don't go to, like, you know, I've seen men go all in on themselves and they leave their relationship, their work, and they go and sit on a mountaintop only to one year later want to come back and <laughs> try to get yep. everything back. It's like, I get it. I get it. And it's like, yeah, you want to burn the burn everything to the ground and start again, which is that responsibility piece. If we bring it all the way back, it's like, what are you choosing to be responsible for? And how are you actually expanding your nervous system or your foundation to hold all of it? Mm, 100%, 100%. How, what would you say to a man and, and how can men listening to this realize that either they are already living their purpose or how do they find their purpose in life? Great question. And I have a real, I have, I have, it's it's not that I don't want to say it's, it's out there, but purpose to me is a, is is a, is a, is a, is a state. So I am right now I'm on purpose having a chat with my bro on this podcast. When I'm washing the dishes, I'm on purpose. When I'm mowing the lawn, when I'm, when I'm writing content, when I'm, in the back end of my portal trying to sort shit out. I'm on purpose. And it's a matter of whether I'm resisting or embracing something will, de- will determine if it is purposeful or not. So mm. it's really a shift. And like, whether it's like, okay, the dishes need to be washed. What, what is the purpose? Well, wash dishes, go back in the cupboard and then they're there for breakfast tomorrow. There's purpose to it. Because if you don't do it, they're just going to pile up and you're going to have no clean dishes and then you're going to live your life constantly having to rinse a dish. It's like it doesn't compute. <laughs> so for these men in, in, in jobs maybe that aren't fully serving them or they can't see is serving them, I just like to reframe it. Like, okay, what is that job affording you access to right now? You've got a house. You've got a car. You've got, you know, bills are paid. So right now it's serving a purpose in your life. Mm. So... Is that not what purpose is? Serving a purpose in your life? Yeah. I would say that that, yeah, that's, that's the fuel, right? Like mm. it's cause you know, I can sit here and say, oh, Jake, 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 come on. Like doing the dishes, man. Like, come on. That's not really living purpose. Is it like mowing the lawns? Come on now. But I just believe that that is, that's, you know, it's the quality of fuel you put in the car, right? Like mm. if you want to let the dishes pile up and you want to let the grass grow fucking four or five feet tall, like that's some low quality life you're living there, mm. right? You're letting all the dirt pile up on the dishes. You're allowing space for fucking flies to come in and lay maggots and it starts to toxify itself. And, mm. you know, we could take that metaphor and apply it to, your life there's some maybe there's some toxicity that starts to come into your life when you don't live on purpose and that starts to get dark like mold and it starts to maybe i don't know kill you or it starts killing you from the inside right like there's so many fucking metaphors we could take from that yeah but if you start putting high quality fuel in if you start putting you know that that 98 premium stuff in like (laughs) you keep the dishes clean you keep the house clean you keep the lawns mowed you 
fucking wear deodorant, brush your teeth, like all of that kind of thing. Like it, I say this to the blokes I work with and they're like, no, oh, it doesn't matter that much, does it? I'm like, uh, <laughs> yes, it does. All of this matters. All of this is you is you living purpose because if you're putting shitty quality fuel in your engine, eventually that engine's going to run. Like you're still going to run. You're still going to live life, but you're going to run into problems down the track if you don't keep that engine under under maintenance. You don't keep it up with with you know making sure it's running properly and you keep putting low quality fuel in. Eventually, it's going to fucking die. But if you're putting the highest quality fuel in. Like you said, like keeping the dishes clean and then there's no stress. There's no overthinking the next day when it comes to like having breakfast. It's just like pull the plate out. It's just, it's completely unconscious work. It's just like, like breakfast is done. Don't have to worry. Don't have to look over at the sink and see the dirty plate sitting there that you didn't wash the night before. It's like, yeah, chuck that high quality fuel in and you'll, you'll be very surprised at how fast you can move when you're putting the highest quality fuel in. Exactly, bro. Like what, what I took from what you just shared around that is like purpose is your capacity to create meaning in everything that you do. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking nailed it. And that to me is like a state, whether it's a mindset state, an embodied state, a feeling state, a soul state, whatever we want to label it. It's, it's, a, it's a state of being. Mm. And I always like, I like to separate things into, into, into categories because I'm a category guy and I'm a structure guy. So I'm Fuck like, yeah. My purpose, my core desired feeling when I'm when it comes to self is freedom. Like that's my my core desired state. I want to feel in, impeccably, unrelentingly free. That's my you know that's what I do when I when I'm cultivating a connection to self. That's what I'm looking for is freedom. Hmm. When I'm when I'm when I'm so the purpose whenever I'm whenever I'm in in that 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 area of life which is self is to create more freedom. If I'm training in the gym, I want freedom to lift heavy fucking shit. I want to be able to be strong. When I'm eating healthy for myself, I want freedom to actually feel energetic so I can do things that I love. Same with sleep and these things that actually, you know, my spiritual practices for self, it's to expand my capacity for freedom. When I'm looking at the purpose of my relationships, it's to create the core desired feeling of connection, of intimacy. And then when it comes to my legacy, the purpose of that is to create the core desired feeling of impact, which essentially is service. I want to be of service to the greater whole. So really, when I, like, when I look at purpose, I'm like, okay, cool. No matter what I'm doing, these, the, the, the purpose, the state of being or the feeling of purpose, the feeling of purpose moving through my body will create one of these core desired feelings if I'm aware of it. More freedom, more connection and intimacy, more impact and service and they're the and like they're really all when we get down to it those three things are really what men want mm, hell yeah yeah feel that for sure mm. i'd love to hear now that i've just remembered that i said at the start of this podcast i want to hear about the gathering of men how what firstly like let's 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 track it all the way back how did that idea come about Bro, it's been in, it's just been a vision. It's been visioning, visioning, visioning. It's just, it shows up every time as like, uh, like the, I call it the drum, like I call this, like this concept, the drumbeat of brotherhood. Like everyone, every man is like hearing the call of his own heart. And as he starts to listen to it, he'll start to, to, to gather with other men. 
but one thing that's happened is like a lot of us, and I'm sure you've got it, you've got your little community of men, I've got my little community of men, and whether little is two or, or 200, it's still quite small, right? We've got our little mm. communities and we're building our community, but where is the place where we bring all of our communities together? Mm. Like there used to be, like all of the ancient cultures, they'd all make a pilgrimage to a sacred place, whether it was one every year or every four years, they'd all come to a sacred place and they'd all pray together. They'd all dance, they'd all sing, they'd all vision quest together in a sacred place. Every every cycle, every whatever mm. cycle it was. And like I have a vision, bro, and this is the, you know, the gathering of men is the first, this is the first year that we've run it and we'll continue to run for the next however many years I'm alive and hopefully beyond that. And I see this being a, a space where all men come together every year to reconnect to the culture of masculinity so that when we return to our communities, we carry something that is greater than just our community. We carry this, this, this culture that we're, we're, we're a stand for. So mm. say one of my bros, say his name's Zach, he comes down, you're, you're an SA, yeah? Yes. Yeah. Say he goes down to South Australia and he's like, he wants to get a workout in, or he wants to get an ice bath and some breath work in, or he wants to go out and, and hook into nature. I'm like, funny you say that, bro. We've got this, <laughs> this is this nationwide network of men showing up and leading these communities. Hook up with um, my bro J- Jacob down in he's like, in in Adelaide, and he's gonna, like, he's got a whole connection of crew. Like someone's going to be out in nature. You're going to have somewhere to, to go out and eat with the bros. Like you're going to have this access. So the gathering of men is a annual event for all men to come together and deepen into the culture of masculinity, of what we, what we truly know it to be. So cultivating that culture. And from that, each community is a, is part of a network, a network of, 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 many different men's groups men where if i come to if i go to victoria if i go to wa i know that i can reach out to a bro i've got somewhere to stay i've got someone to go and eat eat food with i i truly believe that this is uh yeah the thing that sits beneath all of the communities that connects them together because right now i know we're all we're all passionate and we're all building our our businesses and building our, our network and building our men's groups and that's amazing but what are we doing to come together and actually like breathe life into the collective fire of, of brotherhood. Yeah. Ooh, holy shit. I get goosebumps hearing that. Yeah, man. I, f- I want hearing... to punch holes in the wall. I, get yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I can yeah. feel it. Hearing you talk about that and hearing just your, you know, it's so cliche to say this, but cliche is a cliche for a reason. It's like hearing your passion for it is yeah it's heartwarming to be honest mm. it's uh, fucking so much respect to you for that for for all that you for, so much respect for you and all that you do <laughs> like, i appreciate yeah, it bro yeah of course and the um the piece the piece that i just want to like bring home bro is like imagine like this is this is my like i'm I'm very visionary like i get i get right up into vision i love it. vision state that's my that's where i really feel most inspired i so like just imagine and anyone listening just imagine like this this is my own desire so just owning that (laughs) like imagine like going 
like say for whatever reason it's it's you're putting on a, a barbecue at your place and I'm, I'm i'm a fan of i love barbecues they're just really wholesome connection you put on a barbecue we come around to your house and we sit down and before we eat like you sing your song the song of your heart and we sing it with you and we connect into your lineage and we receive not only the food that you've created but the whole like energetic signature of your you know your lineage your people and we sing that back to you and you get to receive that 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 reverberation from your community and be witnessed and for me man that's what i want i want every man to know the song of his heart and the dance of his lineage i'm like fuck man like that was the biggest thing at, at the gathering of men i want every man to feel challenged i want every man to feel celebrated and i want every man to connect deeply with himself with nature and with other men and that is a formula for sell, like for singing, dancing, and fuck yeahness. Fuck so. yeahness. Yeah. <laughs> Trademarked. Fuck that. I love that. Yeah. That's so sick. So yeah, bro. That's the that's the that's the energy that I think is missing from men's lives is 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 that 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 to be have a sense of pride and 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 and, and appreciation and respect. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just have this interesting thought where. I feel like you just described the whole plot of Avatar. Yeah. Right? And I'll explain because you talk about the connections, like the network across the country and I don't know, maybe across the world, right? Like Mm. who knows how big that can grow. But I just hear you talk about the gathering of men and I just, I see all these connections of all these men and every year we... Yeah, we have that pilgrimage to to our home tree, which is mm. which is where where we all gather, where we all come to to pray, to connect, to to realize how fucking great we are in in our own bodies and in our own way. And then, as we separate, there are so many other ways that we can connect. There are like have a barbecue or come train or hey, do you want to go grab a beer and we'll, we'll have a burger and a chat. Like it's like you, you've created. You fucking created some magic here. Mm. You created some real magic here, and I'm fucking here for it. And fuck all, yeah, bro. Yeah. Oh, mate, hundred percent. Like, mm. I, like I said, I I talk to my mates about about this this gathering of men. I'm like, yo. Uh, so he's release dates for next year in September. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. are we all carpooling there or what? Like, yeah, it's. We and do I, it for festivals, right? And we, we, we seek this out anyway. We seek this, 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 this coming together out anyway. Mm. We do it for Splendor in the Grass. We do it for Woodford. We do it for Falls Festival. We do it. We did it for Big Day Out. We do it. We, we find ways to come together. Mm. And they're all incredibly amazing events. I've been to them and I've been fucked up and I've, you know, got my, I've had my initiation there. I don't need yeah, to go yeah. back to those fucking festivals, man. Yeah. <laughs> done the i've done the journey there into the de- deep dark abyss but like what if we like what 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 if we had that pilgrimage what if your, your bros like chucked everything in the back of the car and you spent two days driving from sa up to the gold coast and you like stopped off at waterfalls and you you know shared stories as you drove mm-hmm. this is the piece that men are missing which is this call to adventure it's like how do we create rites of passage well we create an event every year that men feel called to come and be a part of and if we look at it every year, there's a season of four, sorry, there's four seasons. There's a full cycle. So if we come together every September for the next 50 years, we're going to start to honor the cycle. 
of and truly man like all the ancient cultures had something all the native americans they would vision quest every year and every four years they'd sundance mm-hmm. you know in, in in peru they'd all quite you know they they they'd climb to a, a specific mountain and take a um a big chunk of glacial ice and, and take that up there and they'd pray for, for for days for weeks and i'm not saying that we need to do it the way that they did it but i'm saying there is a pattern here mm. <laughs> there is a natural flow of living energy there is this natural law that if we start to commune with because we are fucking nature life will get exponentially better and things will have so much more meaning and we won't have to seek uh sensations through these distorted channels being alcohol being porn or overindulging in these these distorted channels like i'm man i've been i'm out here at home i've been smashing tins of vb with my dad and having the best time yeah i know that there's a point where people use those as a way to get a sensation Yes. That if they knew how to cultivate that, if they had somewhere to go and experience that, they wouldn't need it in that mm-hmm. way. Yeah, 100% hear you on that. I would love to hear, um, you mentioned coming back to, I think you said true masculinity or, or real masculinity. I can't remember the exact mm. word you use. What is that exactly? For men listening to this, what what is that when you say coming back to true masculinity? So I'm I'm a re- I'm incredibly passionate about the concept sexual polarity, which is the masculine and feminine poles. Uh, however, what's really occurring in the in the space is it's all be, it's being picked up as this formula, this formula mm. to to get what you want. I like to think of it as more like an opportunity to create art and express the the, the truth of who you really are. And when we look at masculinity internally like what i see it as is is the deepest form of stillness so i often refer to like anyone's cult like i anyone that's cultivating masculine energy i call it becoming the mountain fuck yeah which is like the unshakable force of of man it's like how unshakable are you it's like, will you stand in the face of a thousand enemies? Will you stand as the thunder rolls and the lightning strikes? Will you stand in your power and not be moved? Fuck, uh, mate. Oh, man. Yeah. It is so <laughs> weird that you are using that metaphor because, mm. and I'll share this really quickly. Earlier this year, I think I've done a podcast episode on it. I can't remember the episode number, but uh, I had this vision this this crystal clear vision come through of this beautiful big mountain and as i saw this mountain there was four sections of the mountain that were getting hit by different things and the mountain just stood completely still Mm. and it was like the four elements Mm. raining down on it yeah it was like water and storm just like gushing down on one section of the of the of the mountain fire just booming up the side of the mountain wind flattening trees air just flattening it like and then rocks and boulders falling from the sky like and landslides to represent the physical like and the mountain just stood there and i was like holy fuck and this is what really hit me is that if you can you know, be the mountain, you know, you can, you can have anything get thrown at you in life and you can just continue to be still continue to not so much just like cop it and take it, 
but recognize it, have the awareness around it, and then just continue to be still, continue to be you, continue to be that that stable stoic mountain. Mm. Yeah. Hearing you say that, I'm like, huh. Yeah, that's why he's on here. That's why I got him on here. I knew there was I knew there was something. <laughs> Bro, I'm obsessed with mountains. I love them. Oh, yeah. beautiful things. <laughs> Fuck yeah, same. Literally, hundred mm. uh, percent. Yeah, bro. Yeah, thank you for allowing me space to share that. I'm, I can't remember where you're up to, but uh, Dude, whatever. That whatever. Like, when, when you shared that, I'm like, oh, it makes that, that makes perfect. Like, I I don't need you to explain anymore. I'm like, oh, four elements, mountain, cool, done. But masculinity, bro, is that it's it's yes. it's your capacity to hold a field of consciousness without needing to change it. So when you were speaking about the torrential rain, the, the fierce winds, the, 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 the lava, the fire, it's like, to me, that's the feminine. It's the force of creation. And what does the force of creation require? A container to exist within. So when we understand that and we create more space in our consciousness field, what we're doing is we're expanding our masculine capacity to hold the force of creation. And that's not necessarily outside of ourselves either. It's actually men's work predominantly is experiencing a safe container to express more of our feminine. Yeah. So one of the, like, this is why, um, this is the, the, the thing that I say to men in, in men's work, cause men's work can get all dark and stormy and oh let's sit in circle and do shadow work until the fucking cows come home. <laughs> I'm like, fuck yeah. that man. I want, I want, I want some, I want the light, bro. I want some light here. Where's the light. Yeah. I'm all for darkness, bro. And I'll go into the fucking darkest corners of my soul. But, what I say to these men is like, if you cannot dance after the battle, then what the fuck are you fighting for? Yeah. And there's this really cool song called, um, I think it's like flowers of the forest. It's like bagpipes. It's just, I'll send it to you after this podcast. Bro. Yes. I play that after any monumental experience that I have. Like after the gathering of men, I drove out the gate and I had the windows down. I was playing this song. And I was just opening myself and the mountains were surrounding me. I could feel just the ancestors being like, fuck yeah, motherfucker. Keep fuck doing this yeah. work. This is what you're here to do. And I'm like, fuck, it's so much. They're like, no, you got this. Just keep calling on us. Keep keep calling on the support. Keep connecting with other men who hold a similar vision. Do this together. And uh, that song really allowed me to, I could just feel the, the celebration in my bones. And that's really what I mean by if you can't dance after the battle, then what the fuck are you fighting for? Same with, like, I had to go to battle to create that event. I had to face all of my fucking, all of my, my, my not wanting to have to do all of the, the, the forms and all the approvals and create all the stuff and reach out to all the people. I didn't want to have to do any of that. I just wanted to run the event. But mm. through all of that, I created an experience that I could actually sit back and be like, that was worth it. And I get to celebrate now. And what... <sighs> And what, would, what did I do it all for? I did it because I know that men need a space where they can challenge themselves, they can celebrate each other, and they can connect with themselves, nature, and brothers. And that's it. Fuck yeah. I love hearing that. What, mm. do, you, what do you feel are, maybe there's, maybe there's three key things, or what do you feel are the couple, let's say two to three, really key things that men need right now in our world? Because, you know, those, those three things could be different from what they were, you know, like we said, 10 years ago. Like, what, what do you feel are the really, the really the three real key things that men need to live that life of, of love, connection, and fulfillment? So the first one is they need regular space where there is no demand. So 
what I always say, the first thing I say to men is like, how much time do you need each week to, 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 to just be with yourself? How much time do you want just, and guys are like, I need four hours. I'm like, perfect. That's where you start. So the first thing that men I believe need in this crazy loud fucking world is a space with no demand. So go and go, take that where you don't have any responsibility. There's no ROI on this time. It's just purely for you to just be. What will normally happen is men will go and sit with a tree or they'll go and sit by a stream or they'll go and do something. And I'm not saying go and go for a run. I'm not saying go and uh, get a surf in. I'm not like, there's nothing to do. This is really a space of no demand where you don't have responsibility. So really it's a, how much time do you need to spend in stillness each week to remain grounded? Mm, for yep. me, it's, it's, it's like, I, I need quite a lot because I've got a lot of visions going on. I'm like, how much do you, like, really, it's bro, like, I need. <laughs> bring myself back, bring myself back. <laughs> Reality is I need probably an hour to two hours a day and I need a whole day, one whole day per week, really for me to ground in to what I'm, what I'm creating for my body to be able to hold it. The mm. second thing that they need is like someone to, in regards to connection, they need someone that believes in them. So that's really important. And that's the one thing that a lot of people don't realize in relationships is if you have a partner that believes in you, shit changes, man, because it yep. becomes it becomes powerful. But what you need to be able to do is you need to be able to communicate your vision and why you're doing it to that person for them to believe in you. You can't just expect them to believe in you without you communicating. So that's <laughs> the second thing. And the third thing is that <laughs> this is this is like the key thing and I've, I've, there's a really great book called The Wonder of Boys by Michael Gurian and every man needs a, um, a group of men that he can go and do fun shit with. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm a big believer in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I remember that I remember the, the year that my dad stopped going on his annual fishing trip and yeah, I could feel there was a part of him that died. And I'm like, oh, this is a great opportunity for me to see this as a learning. Like this, this was years ago that, that it happened. And now I'm seeing, it. I'm like, oh, this is why men need, a, they need a brotherhood to go and do the fun shit with. Yep. Because otherwise, if you're only in your nuclear family, right? And you've got bills to pay and you've got work that you, I've, I've got a list. I've got a thousand things on my to-do list that I could have said, fuck off, bro. I'm going to go do my thousand things. I don't want to do this. Yeah. But like I know how important connecting as, as men is like, this is always my priority because I see the ripple, but I know that if men don't have a brotherhood holding them accountable to doing fun shit, bills, responsibilities, chores, partners, children, all that stuff is necessary to, to look after. But, at what cost? Yeah, great question to ask yourself. Great question to ask yourself for sure. Like, mm. I love. I, I think that is so. Uh, yeah, I back that in a hundred percent. Like, literally, just this morning, I went hiking with four my four four men in my life, and I could like, and I had my daughter with me, my nearly two year old daughter, and I could have easily used the excuse of like, oh it'll be too hard to take her with me. Like I'll have to do this. I'll have to pack food. I'll change your clothes and nappy and all that shit. And I'm like, hang on a second. That actually doesn't fucking matter. Like she's going to love it. We're going to be out in nature. Like I've got this little hiking pack. It's actually a backpack mm. and she just sits in there and she loves it. And it was, we had a great time. Hiked for like two hours, two hours up on a mountain and yeah. 
yeah, it, it, it's amazing how much energy that actually gave me for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah. And I think that is, that's something to speak to as well with all of this is like going to do fun shit with your bros gives you an energy that I don't, I'm yet to work out where that energy actually comes from, but <laughs> it gives you an energy like no other, you know, hanging out with a bunch of men. doesn't matter what to do, whether it's hiking, you know, going to literally like fucking finding a river and everyone just like jumping in and you fucking splash mm. each other or literally throwing rocks in a river and like, or whatever it is, like mm. it can be fucking anything. Like just go have fun. It gives you an energy like no other for sure. So I love that you said that. So yeah, man, that's, you've just nailed it. And like, what's your daughter going to remember? Like, this is the beauty of this. When you choose yourself on the deepest level, she's going to see you doing that. And what's she going to do when she's 20, 30, 40, 50? She's going to, she's going to model what she was, what she was um, exposed to. 100%. But if we come back to it, bro, like it's, it's the core shit. It's like, cool. I need time in stillness. Cause so I know myself intimately. I need time. I need to communicate my vision and make sure that those who are I'm I, are included in that believe in me. And then the third thing is I'm, I'm here to have fucking fun. I'm here to experience the, the magic of life. And I, the, the, one of the best ways to do that is to do it with other people. hundred percent. So man, there's the, like for me, that's, that sounds like a pretty fucking ace formula for, for any man that wants to, I guess, enhance his life it's just look at which area of those needs needs more and more sustenance like and quite often it's yeah guys need air need all three but yeah focus on 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 doing like like you said a two-hour hike is better than no hike at all yeah you might like set this what happens is guys set an audacious goal that they never get to it's like i'm gonna go hiking for three days in the fucking rockies it's like awesome love that for you bro and what can you do this week yeah, it's like the nervous system thing you were saying, right? It's like mm -hmm. you got to train your nervous system to be able to hold that responsibility for yourself. Yeah. Totally, bro. And Love if you're it. trying to do, if you're trying to only ever aim for showstoppers, like the big things, <laughs> then you're missing you're missing out on the magic of the moment. Yes, one hundred percent, man. I, I've got like five other questions that I want to ask you, but I feel like we really need to save that for a, for another podcast. Otherwise, we'll be on here for another for another hour. Totally. So, I'm gonna I wrap I wrap every guest episode up with with this question, and I always love hearing hearing uh, people's answers to this. It is awesome. if there was one person dead or alive that you could have dinner with, who would it be, and what is the one question you would love to ask them? Oh man. That's a confronting question. Yeah, right. Especially if you really sit with it and you really think about it. Fuck, man. Like, I'll give you the honest answer, and it's probably a bit. It's a bit flat. Um, oh, it's. Oh, uh, yeah. Cool. Um, so. <laughs> I used to work at this company and um, my old boss just recently died last year or earlier this year. And it'd be him for some reason. His name's Dwayne and he's like the most awkward dude. And he died, um, which is, uh, yeah, I really miss him. So like selfishly, yeah. I'd want to, I'd want to have a, I want to have a beer with him. And yeah. I just ask him, um, what didn't you get to do that you wanted to do in your lifetime? Yeah. Um, Beautiful. 
and ironically, man, like he is like if anyone asks me to tell a story, he always comes up. Like he's someone that that lives on through me. So uh, there'd be a part of me that wanted to know what he didn't do, and I'd want to know how I could maybe go and do oh, that yeah. for him and live through it. So um, it's funny, man. Like he he, I remember one of the last drinks I had with him was Malibu on ice. And that's what we've been drinking this whole week with my dad. And we've just been having Malibu and pineapple juice here at home. And just <laughs> yes. realizing, um, fuck, man, I love the big moments. I love the, I love the crescendos. I love the solos. I love those moments where I'm on fucking fire. But for me, it's those, when I really sit with it, it's those little moments in between. The spaces in between where I, I have... I have a I have breakfast with with my mum, or I go get coffee with my lover, or I sit down and have a fucking Malibu and pineapple juice with my father <laughs> while we're cooking a barbecue. Like that's why I do all of this work to be able to appreciate the significance of those small moments, so I can see the power in those moments of connection. So yeah, man, I'd I'd, I'd have a Malibu on ice with my 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 old boss Duano, and we'd uh, I'd ask him to tell me what he didn't achieve or what he didn't get done in his time here and 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 find out a little more about him because I just yeah I I miss him dearly and I I I would just love to have one more conversation with him and and hear his laugh and hear him tell some crazy stories of his childhood yeah oh, I love that that's so beautiful making like me it. emotional man that makes oh, me I'm awesome. like yeah oh yeah same i fucking love that thank you thank you so much for jumping on today man i, I really do appreciate it this has been yeah, this has been great for me let alone mm. let alone people listening so i just want to extend my appreciation towards you i really really appreciate you jumping on man i appreciate it man and um let's let's keep jamming into the new year and beyond and no doubt we'll uh we'll connect it in september next year and with you and your bros and me and my bros and all the other men we're aiming for 150 guys there next year with the uh yeah with, with with a solid crew to um hold it down for four days so man i Hell like yeah. this was always meant to be but i'm i'm really grateful that you 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 reached out and we got to do this yeah thank you i'm receiving that deeply thank you my man and for those listening that uh like jacob just mentioned about the gathering of men next year uh it's in september the dates are yet the to be 29th of september to the 2nd of october Boom, there you go. I'll chuck Jacob's uh, I'll chuck Jacob's social handle in the show notes below. I believe it's the Jacob O'Neill on Instagram. So That's yeah. It. Oh fuck yeah. Glad I nailed that. Uh, I'll chuck that in the show notes below. So if you are if you're interested in the gathering of men, chuck him a follow. Actually, just chuck him a follow anyway, because you I fucking love watching your stuff. I love your content. Uh, I always read it and for some reason, it always it always sticks out to me. Probably why I reached out to you to jump on the podcast. It's probably why I'm going to come to the gathering then next year. <laughs> but yeah, yes, uh, for those interested, jump onto his socials, give him a follow, maybe buy a ticket to the gathering and men and join me there next year. And uh, mm. yeah, thank you so much for, for jumping on, brother. No worries, brother. Big love.